Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. This is a little bonus episode we're doing because we've got another card to announce. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. Thanks for joining me for this bonus recording. How are things? Fine, yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything witty to say. <laughs> there we go, then. Yeah. This is going to be a fun episode. We'll save it for the for the card takes. Yeah, as I said in that intro, we've got a card to announce. It's a little bit of a weird situation in that I believe that all of these cards are already in the wild, but I also want to believe that most people haven't looked at them. So I don't know. If you're one of those people who's already seen it, maybe you're going to race through this episode. If you're not, then great. Settle in. Enjoy. Another card coming up from the forthcoming pack, Union and Disillusion. Shall I just dive right in? Yeah, let's do it. It's quite an exciting card, actually. So this is a zero-cost seeker event with willpower and intellect icons. It's called Knowledge is Power. It's insight-traded, and it reads fast. Play only during your turn. Choose a tome or spell asset you control, or reveal a tome or spell asset from your hand. Resolve an action or free-triggered ability on that asset ignoring all costs, including its action cost, if any, then if that asset was in your hand, you may discard it to draw one card. And power corrupts. That's the second half of the, the name of the card. Knowledge is power, and power corrupts. Which is interesting, because I actually, um, I published a deck way back two years ago on ArkhamDB called Knowledge is Power, Francis Bacon. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just because I like that Francis little Bacon. verbal meme. Yeah, yeah. Francis Bacon. <laughs> Which it works better in, in writing it than does, yeah. said out loud. But yeah, so I wonder, if, um, I wonder if Matt was inspired by that deck to make knowledge is power so and power corrupts. That is yeah. almost certain that he was inspired by your deck. If you could do an alt art version of this card for me with just dot 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 France is bacon. France is bacon. <laughs> as the, the flavour, I'd be very happy. Okay, level zero, fast, uh, zero cost event. I mean, these are ticking some of the boxes that normally get you quite pleased, aren't they, Peter? Yeah, you know, what more could you want? Zero cost and fast. Quote for the name. If there were quote marks around knowledge is power, then it'd be really good. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Let's just have a step back and I think about what this card does. I think when we saw this card, it's not my first time seeing it, <laughs> just now uh, but mm. we, we sort of agreed there was three things you can use it for I think okay it was either three or two you can go back and edit this later <laughs> the first is using a spell or probably a spell asset that has charges on it when the charges have run out because mm. you don't need to spend okay, any yeah. charges you can use a spell asset or a tome asset that's in play that normally takes an action without triggering triggering an attack of opportunity yeah or you can safely discard the second copy of a spell or an asset that you don't need a spell or a tome asset that you don't need from your hand turn it into a card and not spend any actions doing it mm. yeah with with its ability as well which is yeah really strong i think so let's let's take those in reverse order the tome that springs to mind for me is probably the old book of law and if you're playing in a deck that has two copies of Old Book of Law, once you've got one copy down, because it doesn't have any kind of charges or secrets, it's never going to run out. So the second Old Book of Law is just a single willpower icon in your hand. But with Knowledge as Power, you could use your first copy of Old Book of Law that's in play 
then play Knowledge's Power quickly to use the old Book of Law in your hand, so getting to look at another three cards and drawing one, and then discarding that one to draw another card. So within one action, you've drawn three cards, two of them that you've scryed for. Yeah. You fil- filtered drawn for. That seems pretty cool yeah. to me, straight away. I quite like the use of it with Encyclopedia as well, which isn't a card mm, I use that yeah. much. It's just mm-hmm. hard to get everything lined up to use it. But if you're using this, you're not using the action to activate the Encyclopedia, which gives you three actions to exploit your boosted stat. Mm-hmm. And it becomes easier to use it on yourself as well, because say you've got an enemy at your location and you want to use Encyclopedia to boost your evade. Yeah. Then you do that first action, draw a card, and then you've got three actions to use that enhanced agility. So I, I quite like that as well. I think there's lots of tomes which become more attractive if they don't use an action to trigger Yeah, and I just want to jump on that as well with Encyclopedia, because Encyclopedia exhausts when you use it, as does Old Book of Law. So in theory, you could play a knowledge as power from your Encyclopedia in play and boost another character plus two, and then use an action to use your Encyclopedia and boost a different character plus two. So you could give out this, if you're playing that support seeker role, you can really give out the love with Encyclopedia and get around the fact that it exhausts. So suddenly everyone in your team, you know, maybe you've got two fighters, they're both giving plus two combat for the, the whole of their turn. That seems quite a good investment of actions, I would say. Yeah, and there's actually there's, a, there's another, another card coming in this pack, which we've already seen from the announcement article, which is Esoteric Atlas. Mm-hmm. And everyone's calling it uh, Daisy's Pathfinder. Right. But, you know, with, with this card, Knowledge's Power, you can just use it twice in a turn. Yes, then you can start moving very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think, in short, any tome that exhausts is worth having a look at in combination with Knowledge as Power, just for the chance of maybe getting an effect, a powerful effect, repeatedly in a single turn. Could be quite nice. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be something around Scroll of Secrets as well, because they're tomes. Yeah, I, I've noticed a few people talking about Tome of Secrets, actually, and that it does the various ones do things that other cards try and do. I think someone said one of them is like a better version of scrying. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it's definitely worth exploring, I think, because that's an effect which could, just sorting out the the encounter deck when, you know, you're about to draw an Ancient Evils or something like that can can be hugely action efficient. Yeah, if you're at that point where there are only five or six cards in the encounter deck... But if one of them is an Ancient Evils, which will end the whole scenario, hitting it, targeting it, is very useful. Well, what you can do is look at... So you can look at you look at the three cards on the bottom of the deck, mm-hmm. right, with the, the Seeker upgraded yeah. Scroll of Secrets. And then you, you get to pick which of those you encounter. Yeah. Which is really good. I think that's really good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So that was your third option, playing around with tones. What was your second option? Your first option was about spells. Yeah, so my second option was attack of opportunity free activations of abilities. Mm. So something like right, right of Seeking. Yep, Right of Seeking. Uh, I wonder if there's other things that would be useful. I suppose Encyclopedia is another option there as well. I can't think of yeah, too many others that are vital in that way. Maybe, there is yeah. Astral... What's it called? Astral Travel is an event. Astral Travel is an Oh, yes, of course it is. Yes, I keep making this mistake, actually. I've done it. <laughs> Every time we talked about this card, I've I've 
conflated assets and events with what yeah. it's for. To be honest with you as well, the list of tones and spells, I thought, okay, there'll be sort of 10 or 12. Now, you know, there are 26 spell assets and 15 tome assets, although three of those are signature assets. So it's quite a lot of cards now to get one's head around. That's where I think your spell suggestion around increasing the longevity of spells is a really strong one. There's been so many times, in fact, while I was playing earlier this week, we had a player who just burnt through their Rite of Seeking in two turns, because you only get three charges with Rite of Seeking, so why why wouldn't you burn through it quickly? And they were then a little bit surprised how quickly it had been depleted, and thinking, oh god, I've got to find another one before I can be any help again. And with Knowledge's Power, even if you draw into a Knowledge's Power on your way to finding your second Rite of Seeking, you've got a level zero option for using that spell again. Uh, I think particularly for characters who rely on spells to fight or evade, having knowledge and power in hand as that uh, fifth Mists of Relair charge or fifth Shriveling charge feels, yeah, really good. And one that doesn't use an action, obviously. Yeah. And so then you've got another factor there where you could have Shriveling down shrivel three times and use knowledge and power knowledge's power twice in a turn to maybe do 10 damage yeah. which is that's you know the one thing that kind of stops mystics doing too much damage is running out of charges and and the actions they have this is giving you bonus actions for your best spells which i, I really like yeah yeah I, I i totally agree with all of that i think that my my, my basic feeling on this is that i the effect is useful, but it's mm-hmm. it's structured in such a flexible way that you're in the right deck. You're almost always going to have a a good use for it, even mm-hmm. if it's just saving an action or saving a charge. Think about all the cards it combos with. You know, if yeah. if you're playing Daisy or, or Norman, mm. you want tomes and spells in your deck, and you want the assets of those, and then suddenly, just like you've got an extra use of any of those, which is incredibly flexible because it doesn't use an action. Yeah, yeah. That that clutch time when you need the extra damage, or that clutch time when you need just a few more clues, and you're using right of seeking or whatever it is, you have that on tap. I agree. You mentioned Daisy and Norman. Are they the best home for this? I would, I would think so. Yeah. There's there's only did we, we looked, and I think there was only one spell or tome that isn't Mystic or Seeker. <laughs> yeah. And that is Frank. Suggestion level four. Yeah, so you know it's probably not worth using in a in a rogue who can take. I, I can't think of many decks that could take both this and maybe you've got a Jenny deck up your sleeve, which uses knowledge as power and suggestion. I I suppose Marie can take spells up to level five. Yes, and Carolyn as well. Oh, Carolyn can take this. She couldn't take suggestion though. No, she yeah. couldn't. No. Yeah. 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 I suppose with Marie, you're uh, evading at a, a seven with suggestion. And if you really wanted to use suggestion because suggestion exhausts, you could use knowledge's power to evade one enemy, then exhaust suggestion to evade another enemy. M- maybe. It's a bit of a weird build. I feel like it's you like an evasion, Marie. Probably yeah. use mists if you were going to evade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe you want the damage maybe cancellation both. Yeah. suggestion. Quite possibly, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, so there are there are quite a few people who can take it. Lola can take it. Carolyn can take it. Jim could take it as well. Marie could take it. But I think Daisy and Norman, because they're 
most likely to be using spell and tome assets that gives this card the most opportunities. I think that's the best home for it. I even mentioned to you off air that Split the Angle, which is Norman's alternative replacement signature, is spell traded. So you could be using this for either of the abilities on Split the Angle. I'm not sure if you would, but you could. Yeah, I'm not that hot on that card, so I'm not sure I would use Knowledge's Power for that. I really like the option for this to just, yeah, get get more out of all of your spells. Because you're essentially trading a card for an action. If this card read, you gain an additional action this term, turn, it can only be used on tome or spell assets. It wouldn't be as good as this card is now, but that I think would still be a card worth looking at for zero cost. Yeah. And this is this is fast, so it doesn't come with the tax opportunity, as you said, and... It also provides other benefits around using things that have run out of charges or need to exhaust or things like that. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Joe, what about Joe Diamond? Are you going to start running Old Book of Lore and popping this in your <laughs> hunch, hunch deck? deck? I think it's a terrible card to put in your hunch deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just too much that's got to, got to line up. Although, have I seen people taking Joe with the Pinacotic manus- Manuscripts? Oh, have you? I don't okay. Know, I might have done. Sure, I've heard you're then you're, you're you're hoping to play narcotic manuscripts, and then have this appear on your hunch deck so that you can use narcotic manuscripts. Yeah, just at the right time. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a strong play. <laughs> the, the subtitle <laughs> for narcotic manuscripts is mind expanding ideas, and that is the definition of a yeah. mind expanding idea right there. No, yeah, I I, yeah, I, I think it definitely fits in in our investigators, which already like spells and tomes, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't really count Joe in that list. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. You can use uh, eidetic memory with this, which is another good mm-hmm. example of a card which is hugely flexible. Yes, yeah. So you're running your two copies of Shriveling and Daisy, say, and two Knowledge's Power and upgrading into two eidetic memory. And so you can potentially... It's like a free Shriveling. Shrivel three, four, five, six, seven times in a turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a it's a whole new shriveling uh, across those cards, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You still have a charge left in your shriveling. I like that a lot. And Matt said to us before, I think on the Forgotten Age interview, how he wanted there to be at least one card for every investigator in a cycle. So rather than all the seeker part cards being good for all the seekers, having particular cards really find a particular home which we both like because we like investigators' deck building to feel unique. And this feels so daisy-ish to me. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I don't know whether we'll get to a, a, a point when Daisy can do all of her basic actions off a tome. If we've got esoteric, manus- uh, esoteric, uh, esoteric Atlas coming. So she could move. Yeah, maybe investigate and fight all just using tomes. That'd be quite good fun. <laughs> the, the the fight tome is just throwing the book at them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I um, wondered if there was some kind of play with the occult lexicon coming up later in the cycle, but that doesn't have any actions on it. It doesn't. It's a reaction. So, so yeah. it, it's. A, I think it's a forced uh, effect. Uh, yeah. Effect. No, you're right. Yeah. It is a forced effect, uh, which would have been nice uh, if you could show it and then discard it for a card and then you get the three blood rights but unfortunately just been uh, just been stymied with that mm. 
Mm. And then the the other one tome I want to highlight that I wonder if this is slightly helping out is Book of Shadows, because with this card, you could add multiple charges to a spell in one turn, because Book of Shadows normally exhausts. But because we've just talked about spells and how you could just use this card for its own spell charges, unfortunately, yet again, Book of Shadows finds itself sitting out. Alas. Cool. Well, have we have we been through the card? Do we think? I think so. Are you just leaving me hanging on Book of Shadows there? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I'm not going to talk about Book of Shadows. It's not worth my time. Yeah, if, if, if Book of Shadows was level two and then Daisy could take it, I'd be on board, but she can't. She can take level one. Yeah, but it's just it's just not quite as good. Yeah. You could just use this card to shrivel when the shriveling comes or to play mists. Yeah. So just doesn't doesn't work. Okay, so that that's the card. It's quite exciting to get a card, although we're pretty busy just getting stuff ready for the expo, UK Games Expo, which is coming if this goes up on Monday morning, Frank, it'll be this mm-hmm. weekend. So yeah. it's only a few scant days away. Just to repeat, uh, there is a post up on our Facebook. I think I might want to update that. We are doing a live recording of our podcast on Friday at one o'clock in Toot Suite at the Expo. Mm-hmm. And that's free to attend if you've got your Expo tickets. So please come along. We're hoping there'll be more than just a couple of people there. Should be doing something quite exciting, I think. Yes, yeah. If you like uh, card announcements, you might want to come check it out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then for the rest of the day on Friday, we're doing demos of the game of Arkham Horror. So hopefully people listening to this podcast already know how to play. But if you've got friends and family who want to learn, you can point them our way. We'll be on the Asbury stand doing that. Saturday, we're doing two organized play sessions. Mm -hmm. And we're doing the two parts of Guardians of the Abyss... No, is that what it's called? Yeah, is that what the whole yeah, thing? It is. I, yeah. I get the, yeah. the individual scenarios and the whole thing mixed up. You've got it right. Guardians of the Abyss. Guardians of in the, the Abyss. morning, we'll do Eternal, Eternal Slumber, Slumber, and then it's the Night's Usurper in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is we're going to use the the end of uh, Eternal Slumber to be the setup conditions for Night's Usurper. So the better the people in the morning do, the easier time you'll have in the afternoon. Or we hope. Vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> they do worse, it's harder. And then on Sunday, we'll be doing the Depths of Yoth challenge. So we've set up an open session for that. I think it's 10 till 2. Mm-hmm. So if you if yep. you turn up in that in that window, then you can start to play. And we'll need all games finished by 4 o'clock because we have to clear out. Yep. Um, all the tickets and everything is has been done by Asmodee. So we're just doing the events on the day. So if you've got ticket issues... Please let Asmodee know, although we'll point you in the right direction if you come to us. Mm-hmm. And there should be a a spreadsheet to fill in uh, when you get your ticket, where you can put your ticket number in. Uh, if you fill that in, we've got access to that data now, so we're going to start matching people up into teams. Hopefully we'll start mm-hmm. doing that on the weekend we're recording this episode. Yeah, yeah. And start getting people's emails sent out and things like that. Mm. Yeah. I think that's everything. Is that everything? I think that's great. Yeah. To find those tickets, go to the UK Games Expo website. And if you click on events under Fantasy Flight Games, you can find all of the Arkham events. They're all labeled there. They're all on the same page. That's everything. Thanks very much for listening. If you're at the Expo, come and say hi. Even if you can't attend any of those things, it would be great to see you. 
We hope you like Knowledge is Power. Let us know what you think of it. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.